Great, so you're with Julian on the brand note, and I might make this into a series. So I did a piece a little while ago called The Decline and Fall of Western Civilization, and I might call this one that as well and, and thread them all together as each shoe drops, because we are witnessing a once-in-a-lifetime well, it, the change in the hegemony of the world from the Western world and from the American empire to a Chinese-led world, which has been predicted for a long time, but it's actually happening now. And the Western world is asleep at the wheel and it's doing things to accelerate this process. But you can look at the world as being under the influence of the Anglosphere going back to uh, the Middle Ages and the rise of the British Empire and then handing it over to the uh, American Empire but also you could look to the European empires all the way back to ancient Greece and then the Romans as being a Eurocentric um, endeavor so it would be the first time that the the European plus America leadership of the world as the biggest economies the biggest armies the most dominant culturally and so on it, you could go back 2000 years for this there is a massive underplaying of how big the economies of China and India were before the British got, even got to them. Arguably the two biggest economies in the world by, you know, around the 1500s, which gets forgotten about a lot. Um, so th I guess they would look at themselves as being, you know, a global superpower then. And we just focus on the Western world being the major superpower because of our history and our historical learning being focused on that area and ignoring you know pretty much anything that happens east so the start of this process about a year ago i did a piece saying we're a we're a china in iran you know it's a sorry in a, in um a ukraine why aren't they why aren't they elevating themselves to the global stage on this issue well the first shoe that fell was the completely unexpected recently announced peace deal between China, uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia, which was brokered by China and not with weapons. And it keeps coming up that the Western world, particularly the American-led Western world, does things with military and that China does things with economics and diplomacy. And it's being shown in stark contrast the most important thing to remember here is the western world is not the world large parts of the world are not on board with what the americans and europeans are siding with in ukraine at all not because they they think the war in ukraine is great but because they don't they aren't part of the west so we've got all of africa all of india all of china loads of latin american countries <coughs> hugely massive part of the world's global economy and population that are not on board with the west at all so when america has had this pro-saudi pro-israel foreign policy dictation in the middle east for for decades to have china come in and actually broke a peace between mortal enemies iran and saudi arabia was an amazingly big thing and the western media are asleep at the wheel they're ignoring all of this then recently uh, i think march 19 and 20 we had um, a very symbolic thing which was about 20 african nations met in moscow and putin was giving them speeches about how we don't come to africa and steal your resources and enslave your people which is yeah so they're, they're the fact that 20 african nations at this stage 
are going to strengthen ties with Russia is very telling. Our sanctions, our incredibly over-the-top sanctions of Russia have not had the economic damage on Russia that we expected them to. They went far further than anyone realistically thought was either wise or even possible. Um, and this may well come back to bite us big time. So we've had one of the most guiding principles of the modern era, including the war in Iraq on, has been the hegemony of the US dollar as the world's global currency. If you don't use your own local currency, you use the US dollar most, particularly in the sale of crude oil. The world's most traded individual commodity is oil, and anyone that buys or sells it uses US dollars. I did a bit about how Saddam Hussein rejected using US dollars and sold them all off and bought euros and then was overthrown. How Colonel Gaddafi, after years of decades of supporting terrorism, proposed Africa develop its own pan-African currency to trade oil in. And he was, after decades of being left alone in power, was overthrown and killed within a minimum of two years. But he actually gave a speech on the subject a few months before the overthrow, Western-backed overthrow of Libya. Now, so the US dollar being the world's trading currency has been an enormous driver in US foreign policy and a very unspoken one. I and many others still regard it as the most likely reason America went to war in Iraq. Um, for Because the other reasons have been proven to be demonstra demonstrably untrue. Well, we know it wasn't weapons of mass destruction, don't we? So the power of the US dollar uh, and the fact that everyone has all these bank accounts in Saudi Arabia, in the United Arab Emirates, anywhere that's traded in oil has trillions of dollars, US dollars in their bank accounts. But it's also used as a transitional currency all over the world. Well, a massive thing just happened. The BRIC nations, which are China, Brazil, Russia and India, who already have a GDP of $30 trillion, which is bigger than the EU on its own and bigger in America on its own. China and Brazil just made a pact to use each other's currencies and not use the US dollar as an intermediate currency. They are asleep at the wheel. It's astonishing in Australia that the, the only in-depth report on this seismic event has been in the Murdoch press. The Sydney Morning Herald is running scare stories about going to war with China. I actually read a really detailed story in the Murdoch press about how the US dollar and the Brazil-China um, deal that they just made just days ago was so important and what it means and all of this. There is a story doing the rounds which is fake, which comes from the White House, uh, from Karine Jean-Pierre from the White House. We are deeply concerned about the transition of Brazil and China to national currencies when conducting mutual settlements. This is a violation of the rights of our citizens who rely on the stable dollar exchange rate on the world market. America will not allow other countries to dictate their terms to it in mutual trade. We want to warn the violation of the rights of ordinary Americans will not remain without consequence. Well, that might not be true. And if you see it online, it is, it is fake. Um, but it is probably a fair summation of what they're thinking behind the scenes. And we're hearing nothing from our media. We're hearing nothing from the um, main state actors 
no official statements about either Iran or Saudi Arabia, not about Brazil and China dropping the US dollar for transactions. And the reason this is so tied, I mentioned Ukraine. Ukraine may end up being America's most expensive war. I was gobsmacked at the start of, of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia by how incredibly punitive the Western world attacked Russia. We went after their businessmen. We froze their accounts. We froze the accounts of companies. We, fro we stopped their athletes competing in events. It was insanity. And everyone said, you know, well, are you going to do that to America the next time they invade somewhere like Iraq? It was a hugely damaging thing to do, but now it's showing the rest of the world something, and that is if anyone steps out of line, America and Europe can freeze all your bank accounts and take all of your money. So they are pushing the rest of the world to stop using the US dollar as the main currency on earth. This is a self-inflicted wound, a massively self-inflicted wound. They just had a vote in days ago in the united nations the un human rights council just voted on a resolution condemning illegal unilateral sanctions for violating human rights the only votes in support of the sanctions were from the us and europe the global south almost entirely voted against it that is specifically relating to the sanctions the world the western world has put on russia due to the war in ukraine due to the Russian war in Ukraine. The Western world has shot itself in the foot as they are now seen as people who are capable of punitively attacking you if they don't agree with you. So they can do it to anyone that holds massive amounts of US dollars, so they're going to make people less inclined to go near Western banking systems or currencies which may end up being the most, like they're, they're selling an awful lot of weapons off the back of the U Ukraine war, but it may end up being a pittance on the amount of money they end up losing. And also the global hegemony shifting ever further away from Europe and America. And all we are seen to be offering on the world stage is war and doing things militarily with the now added caveat that we will come after your businessmen we will take their money from their bank accounts. We will stop your companies trading. We will cut off your supply of fuel or whatever your country makes money out of. The rest of the world isn't on board with any of this, and they're terrified of, what, of how extreme the punishment of Russia has been. And I'm not making any state... I've, I said at the start, I think, you know, pursuing athletes or foreign businessmen is just bizarre because the idea that they're ever going to do that to American businesses or businessmen and freeze their accounts or block America trading with the world the next time America invades somewhere like Iraq is just ludicrous. But how will they not do that? And I did the piece last week on, I don't think it was on the radio, but about how um, currently America and Israel are bombing Syria while, and America has military bases in Syria and they're bombing Syria. In fact, Israel's been bombing Syria almost daily, which is, you know, the rest of the world looks at us and they look at Ukraine and we're making all these pious statements about statehood and national liberty and all these things, but we're not doing it ourselves and the whole world knows that. 
But this financial thing could be absolutely huge. If the BRIC nations band together and block using the US dollar for any sort of um, intermediary trade. So, you know, you sell your Brazilian reals, buy US dollars, and then you buy Chinese currency. Instead, it's just end-to-end. There's no US dollars involved, which will have a dramatic impact on the value of the US dollar on the global stage. So, yeah, this is the, the latest shoe to drop in the decline and fall of Western civilization.